Hello and welcome to the second episode of Diamond Insights. I'm your host, Naleli Star. To begin this week's episode, I just want to share a quote by Alan Lycan and it reads, Planning is bringing the future into the present so that you can do something about it now. So from last week's episode, we did talk a bit about creating, um, establishing a personal uh, identity by creating a personal vision and identifying values for yourself. In this week's episode, what I really want to do is to give some practical steps that an individual can take to create a vision and some notes around what a vision would do for you, what you can expect. Uh, once you create a vision, some of the thoughts that you're going to be having, but also just issues around being accountable. It's one thing to create a vision, you guys, and another thing to be very intentional and deliberate towards working, um, working every day to achieve that vision. So to begin with, we're going to talk about why is it important to create a personal vision I know for a lot of people, this might not be something that perhaps you have been thinking about at all, but have you ever come to a point in your life where you just kind of feel like, what is my purpose in this life? Where you're done kicking it, where you're done goofing around, where you're just exhausted living day to day, expecting nothing really for the future and just leaving the day as it comes that's good as well as a coping mechanism but also realistically speaking sometimes um not sometimes other times the future isn't certain but there's nothing that is stopping us from actually planning it and doing everything that we can to help create the future that we long for create the future that we desire so ever heard of the phrases she is too focused she is too organized I want to be you when I grow up, referring to people who have achieved uh, certain things in life. Um, I know that I have. So you need to create a personal vision to get to a place like that. And perhaps those people, again, didn't write it down the way that I'm uh, encouraging people to be writing down their personal visions, but it's something that they obviously had in the back of their minds. They were thinking about the things that they were achieving, that they are achieving right now at some point in their lives. And also they were being very intentional about going after those things. So I have written down only two reasons because I don't want to spend too much time on this. So a vision helps us to create an identity by putting things into perspective for us and for others. So it creates a standard for what you will accept and what you will decline, how you will accept to be treated and how you will um, resolve to treat other people that are around you. So it puts a lot of things into perspective. It puts into perspective what you want. A lot of us know what we desire because a desire is always there. It's, it's something that you can't kind of chase away it's it's always lingering it's it's your shadow literally you can't run away from it but what 
a vision does it it actually puts into perspective that desire it puts you in a position where you acknowledge you have that desire and that you are willing to put in work to actually fulfill uh, or satisfy that desire so to speak and then the other issue that i wrote down is vision dictates our choices so once you have a vision you choose how to use your time because you you already know what you want to achieve so um for example if you want to pass your exams you know that you're going to have to spend a lot of time preparing for those exams researching and reading and attending group studies anything that does not support that vision is something that you're not willing to indulge in so to speak so you're very deliberate about how you spend your time because you already have a vision you already have a goal of what you want to achieve also vision it helps us to decide who we associate with uh there's a saying that says um show me your friends and i'll show you who you are or where you're going and i know that sometimes the people who kind of say the people who kind of say that um they 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 don't succumb to peer pressure or that um they, they are so independent, they are not, you know, influenced by other people, but influence is real. Whether we decide to acknowledge that some of the decisions um, we make are influenced by other people or that they are intrinsically uh, influenced, the truth of the matter is the people that we allow into our lives, into our space, indirectly or directly influence the decisions that we make where we spend our time what our values are going to look like um is is kind of intertwined with the people that we spend our time with also vision will decide what you read so if you um if you came across my uh my post or me sharing what I love to read, you will realize one thing. I read a lot about um, relationships. I read a lot about personal development. I read a lot about um, marketing or just business. Clearly, those are some of the areas in my life that I value the most. So even what I read, I, I so don't read anything on, um, what can I say, geography maybe. <laughs> I hardly ever read anything on um, travel. I mean, I, I in my in my CV it's written that I love to travel, but the truth of the matter is I've never really gotten a book and sat down and said I want to read about travel. I don't mind traveling. I fancy traveling, but I don't invest my time reading about traveling. No, thank you. Uh, also, having a vision dictates what we prioritize in our lives. So based on what. Um, what I say my vision is, that's where my priorities are going to lie. So for example, uh, I've already shared that I want to be effective and efficient. That's a priority for me when it comes to work, when it comes to family. Uh, those are issues where I value communication, I value feedback, you know, I value mentorship. All those are feeding into that aspect of my vision also the very fact that i want to retire at 45 so there are certain activities in my life uh, 
the way that I'm investing my money, the way that I'm planning the activities of my life are reflective of the fact that come 45, I really don't want to be in a job for the sake of a pay. I want to be in a job because that is what I value. That is what I'm passionate about. Uh, for those of you who are wondering what retirement means to me, that is what I mean. That's why I said retirement has a very operational um meaning uh it's not the usual tools down uh i'm gonna be staying home and not doing anything kind of retirement so also having a vision dictates our diet so for example if you really want to be healthy in the long run i think uh, i'm one of those people who follows uh, the likes of angela bassett she is so healthy uh jennifer aniston is is one of them those are people who didn't get the bodies that they have or the health that they have just by eating ordinary by by being ordinary by making ordinary choices regarding their diets i know they have money uh they have access to other kinds of treatment that perhaps an ordinary person like myself would not have access to but just deciding okay this is what i want to put into my body and we are never very cautious enough about that i don't know whether it's just the people that are around me i'm lucky some of uh, my friends you know are health conscious so to speak so they go to the gym they do diets they do this and that and that really has influenced me a lot uh even just for myself i have three kids and with each child i gained a lot of words but i was very intentional about joining support groups where people were looking to lose weight where people were looking to develop healthy lifestyles um so all that is, is something that you have to be intentional about and your vision can actually spill that out for you if you want to be healthy in your old age or if you just want to avoid certain you know diseases that emanate from bad dietary uh, decisions all that can spill out into your vision so also vision um, dictates how we use our money uh, before I had a vision back when I was like in my early 20s um, I still kind of think that the vision that I had in my head that I, I hadn't yet written down was kind of dictating where I placed my money so for a very long time ever since I was a child I've always valued living in my own home where I don't have to pay rent um, I have security issues so owning a home is one of the ways that I thought I could uh, mitigate uh, that sense of insecurity just knowing I have a home I never have to be kicked out um, of an apartment or, or of a building because I wasn't able to afford rental so I, I started saving money bit by bit and by bit by bit you guys i mean literally bit by bit i'll take a hundred credit to the bank to save it towards a huge amount of money that i set myself uh to save over a period of time and i did end up making a down payment on one of our uh, plots and that for me really showed that in fact when you have a vision really it does dictate how you use your money there are people who just spend the money anyhow you out in the club boozing i don't have anything against being out in the club boozing 
that should be part of your budget and when that budget has been exhausted you should be able to respect your other aspects of the budget enough to say listen i've exhausted my entertainment budget so for the rest of the month i'm going to chill at home i'm not going out because i have allocated my money to these other things that i have put in my budget which are very important so a budget is a financial uh, vision so to speak of how you want to grow your money how you want to spend your money and hopefully you're investing it in a way that it grows to get you to the overall uh, picture that you want of being financial uh, independent a lot of people want to be financially independent but that is going to only actualize dependent on how you spend your money and a vision can actually help you uh, get to that point where you decide i'm going to be investing my money in this uh, perhaps you get a retirement policy or an, an, an education policy for your children it's decisions like that and those are things that you can include into your into your vision so lastly uh, vision reflects our to, in our to-do list vision reflects in our attitude in our beliefs in our mindsets for some people being happy is going to be part of your vision happiness issues of contentment those are attitude issues those are based on your beliefs um, and it's a mindset that you need to develop so vision is going to reflect in those areas of your life in, in your mind in your attitudes in the beliefs and the values that you choose for yourself so nextly i want to talk about the practical steps of creating a personal vision and this is the juicy part you guys so the first thing that you do before you even begin to write down all these things is think long and deep and really just being honest with yourself what are your desires what do you desire as a human being the bible says um and this is god speaking i will fulfill the desires of your heart the desires that are in your heart that need to be fulfilled this these are unique you know you you can't well they they are coincidence where you share the same desires with somebody else but also the depths of those desires are very unique so i want you to take a moment and just think honestly what do you desire and i should mention there is no desire that is invalid so if all you desire is peace then you should be thinking adding this to my list but i have come up with at least seven criterias to just help you uh, identify your desires so one of them is family or relationship what desires do you have regarding family and relationships also another aspect is money i know a lot of people don't like to talk about money i was one of those people i never used to like talking about money but now i love to have open conversations about money nothing is off limits for me personally whether with myself or with other people around me who are willing to have those conversations i don't really like to force conversations on people another area is self-care personal development we are all a work in progress there are certain areas of our lives where we are so well developed so well organized but there are also areas of our lives where we're lagging behind where we feel insufficient where we come short so those are certain areas that perhaps you could say oh 
I wish I was better at uh, communicating my feelings with other people. Sometimes people know exactly what they feel, they know exactly what they need, but it becomes a challenge to communicate those things to a third party. Uh, issues of self-care, uh, especially for women, I think we have been socialized in such a way that we feel that giving to other people is a noble thing and giving to ourselves is selfish so we grow up with this notion of we need to be servants we need to be serving other people and there's nothing wrong with having a servant attitude really to pour into other people but you need to get into a space where you're also pouring into yourself you cannot pour from an empty jar you need to be very um very intentional about showing yourself love it is not selfish so that is one other area the other thing is community so community could be um, joining a group of like maybe readers a book club it could be joining uh, a group of uh, philanthropists so if there's something that has, is happening in your community that you're passionate about perhaps there's a group that helps helps young girls or there's a group that goes uh evangelizing or visiting people offering counseling services in the prisons all those are issues of community so it is just joining a group of people being a part of a group of people who share the same principles who share the same values as you and doing something to change the status quo that is working against the survival of humanity or the actualization of individuals overall and not just yourself so even just passions what are you passionate about um i remember at some point i when i was starting out on this journey i told myself you know what i love i love singing and i've already i've always started being part of um, a choir or a singing group and i became very intentional about uh, pursuing that for myself so one of the things that i did uh, i think that was like last year obviously probably yes um i joined no actually that was like the other year yeah so i joined the choir at my church i just said listen i'm passionate about singing i love singing i don't have the beyonce mariah carey kind of uh, voice but singing does make me happy and i did realize that actually for all the times that i went for choir practice or were actually singing on a sunday morning i was very happy i felt very fulfilled i i loved what i felt when i was doing what i was passionate about so it's just finding out what are you passionate about it could be drawing it could be traveling um, it could be singing like me it could be any other thing that you have interest in that you're very passionate about that comes you know natural to you um identify those things and work around including them in your uh, vision another aspect which is obviously important is career what do you what do you want to be uh is the question that they used to ask us a lot when we're in high school or maybe primary uh but if you are in college it's deciding okay once i get this degree which career path do i want to take um when i was in college i i had a career path that i really wanted to take but things did not go the way that i planned i ended up in a job uh, with a business consultancy firm it's something that i never actually thought 
myself doing but I must say as I got more exposed I actually liked it um, my next job was literally uh, business development but also I was so blessed because it had an element of community work so my passion was to just be in a job that deals with community at the grassroots talking to people interacting with people at the grassroots that's what I really wanted uh, but I I ended up in a different position not because it's a choice that I made for myself but you know unemployment issues are real and I had to go for a job that will help me pay the bills back home but I'm so grateful for all that exposure but for people who are in college and you are you know you're in this course you need to be very uh, deliberate thinking about what do I want to do once I'm, I, I get this degree or once I get this diploma what do I want to do uh, what career path am I taking if you're already in the workforce um, it's just saying what do I really care about what career do I really want and working towards it you might not be in that career path right now but there's nothing that is stopping you from being intentional about seeking opportunities but also just being clear am I happy where I am is this what I really want to do or is this job just paying the bills sometimes it's re-educating yourself you guys this is so important if you started out as a business person maybe because the, the sponsorship that you got that's the only way that you could um that's the only education option that was there for you so sometimes you have families saying you know i can only sponsor you if you choose teaching because teaching almost has a guaranteed uh, employment with government employing and whatnot but these days it's not the same i think back in the day it was so a lot of uh, the friends that i was starting out college with kind of felt like I, I, I need to do teaching because my family says that's the only way that I'm actually going to get a job. There's nothing wrong with you coming up, um, talking to you, talking yourself into re-educating yourself. So if, for example, it's IT that you're very interested in, there's no harm in you pursuing um, pursuing a degree in the area of your interest and just saying, I'm going to invest in myself because this is what I really want. And so on. Another aspect is home life, and I think this is something that we're never really intentional about. Somehow we just think like um, home life just happens, and this brings back family. This is family life. What kind of life do I want my family to live? You know, we're never intentional. We just let things unfold. We just kind of feel like okay, parenting is just disciplining my kids not understanding that even as we parent our children first of all we are growing as parents uh, I, I loved what T.D. Jakes said to uh, his daughter Sarah he said I'm not the same person that was parenting the five year old you so there are things that I can give to you now because I have developed better as a person and I'm able to be a better parent to you that I couldn't give you when you were five years old because as you were growing I was also growing and that is something that as parents um, and also just as children we need to be mindful of um, somebody 
somebody I think a few days ago tweeted how old were you when you got into a space that you realized your parents are human and for some people it was like I'm not yet there uh, I'm, some people were saying I was 21 or I was 23 or I was 18 uh, some people were way too early obviously but we need to be intentional about home life it's what do I want my home to be like what atmosphere do I want in my home what culture do I want in my home I think one of the things I don't know whether my mom was being intentional or she was just you know going with the flow but one of the things that my mom did was make sure that everybody did chores. so in my home where I grew up there was never such a thing like it was just me and my sister who would cook and clean uh, my brothers would do that too so especially for my older brother my mom used to say my older brother cooked the best shimmer in our home <laughs> I don't know why but yeah when she rated everybody's cooking my brother cooked the best shimmer he cooked the best stew. he cleaned the sitting room better than anybody else uh, amongst the four of us so we had that culture in our home it's just not letting the men uh, be self-sufficient and know that they can take care of themselves but it's also for us the girls knowing that we could do anything so when we're going to the to the farm everybody went to the farm when those work that needed to be done at the plot we were all involved it was it was it was it was like an environment where the the stage was leveled so to speak so it's anybody's job and sometimes people see me do certain things and they think that complimenting me that i think like a man or i act like a man or i do things like a man it's because my mom never set parameters for what we could do or we could not do she will she always encouraged us it's like if, if you just put your mind to it you can do it so it's the same thing we need to be very um very intentional about the environment that we're creating in our homes the people that we're allowing to come into our homes we need to be very clear about what the rules are even for people who are coming to join our home but also as the people who are setting the rules we need to be able to adhere to those rules um and then also the next stage so once you identify what your desires are or what your interests are based on some of the categories that i have given you or whatever categories that you uh, put out for yourself describe what you want to see in each category you choose be very clear i would advise that you start with a maximum of five just so you do not overload your vision and you are actually able to work towards it sometimes we want a vision to be so it's there's nothing wrong with having a big vision but sometimes it becomes unattainable it's it's something that discourages us so by all means come up with the best vision for yourself as large as you want it to be but also just make sure it is something that actually motivates you something that inspires passion uh, something that you are willing to work towards and you don't feel discouraged because it's it's too large so you can actually start it in bits and pieces a vision is something that you can edit at any point of your life if you come uh, 
to a season in your life where you kind of think okay i thought uh this desire was valid or i thought this this is what i really wanted but i've come to a space where i know it's not what i actually want in light of new information of new experience you can always um you can always edit it and make it attuned to what you actually are feeling at this point what you really want because our wants our desires our needs are going to change from time to time and the way that we want our future to be is going to change when i was uh 20 i had a certain picture of how i wanted my life to be there are certain components of that that is as too present right now but i'll tell you one thing 50 percent of what i wanted when i was 20 i do not want now my needs have changed what 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 i want my future to look like has changed and mostly it's because i think i became a parent and also i got a bit more exposed um in life looking at things differently i i I decided to change the trajectory of my vision so choose a maximum of five areas and work around those be honest about what you want in those areas based on your desires not trends so sometimes uh people are creating personal visions based on what their pastor says is right or based on what their parents wanted for them i'm a parent and i know sometimes it can be very tempting to what can i say to influence or to force a certain narrative on our children so much that it's so deep ingrained you kind of feel like that is what you want but it's not what you want but it's a narrative that you've had for a very long time and so it's really on the surface so to really find what you really want as an individual who you really are as an individual away from the narratives that your parents gave you that your siblings gave you that society gives you that the community that you grew up in gave you and just finding the real you it can take time it's a lifelong journey you guys so don't feel bad about wanting things that your parents didn't want for you or that your friends uh want as a whole me and my friends want different things and i've just gotten to a point where i just respect what everybody wants and that it's it's different you know there are people who value more uh relationship more than others the people who value i think education more than others the people who value financial independence more than others and none of those desires are invalid it's just the uniqueness of the person and that is what they want and there's nothing wrong with it so it's going to be the same for you the temptation to want to just mirror what is trending or what another person wants because their life looks good is there but for you to get to a point where you are happy you feel content you're satisfied with the effort that you're putting into you achieving your vision it has to be real it has to mirror what you really really want as an individual you as a person what do you want when you establish this you guys a lot of things fall into place i cannot even begin to explain what having a vision just this past few months has done for me it's given me so much focus um i cannot even put into words so take some time and be honest don't let any thoughts discredit 
what your real desires are. So once you come up with those, um, once you describe, once you come up with those descriptions in detail, vividly, clearly, write down your draft personal statement. Don't worry about getting it right the first time. Don't worry about the grammar, the sentence constructions. Don't worry about any of that. Just pencil it down. Write what you think your future should look like. And remember, you can edit your vision at any time. Any time. So just write it. If you need to edit it a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, do it. Your vision will always have the foundational or the fundamental desires that you have because you can't you can't get rid of those through life experience trust me that's why i said 50 percent of what i wanted at 20 fell off i still have the other 50 percent because those ones are ingrained desires so the 50 that fell off are obviously cosmetic desires desires that i thought i wanted because somebody thought those are valid desires i should want that for myself but I didn't really want it. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I needed as an individual. So write down whatever it is that you have come to right now. Don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about spellings. Don't worry about sentences. You have ample time to edit. So once you've done that, put the vision somewhere you can see it or easily access it. I have my vision stuck up on one of the uh, doors that open each time I want to get my lotion, my spray, my whatever. Normally that door is actually open, I don't know why. But every time that I come from bathroom and I want to get, I want to reach out for my lotion or there's something that I want to reach out for in my wardrobe, guess what's staring at me? It's that vision. And I take glances at it. And I, I won't lie to you, the thing that stands out the most on my on my vision, and maybe it's because it's, it's the only thing that is numerical, is the 45. So anytime, every day of my life, I'm forced to think about that 45. It's okay. I want to retire at age 45. I want to retire at age 45. I want to retire at age 45. It is so important for you to have access to that vision because... The more you look at it, the more accessible it is to you, the more that you're conscious of it, the more that you will be intentional about working towards fulfilling it or achieving it. So I've written down just a few tips as well. Read it often. You can read it daily, maybe at the beginning of your day. Um, you can put it in your daily affirmations. For those of you who do daily affirmations where you say, oh, I'm beautiful, I'm capable, I'm going to achieve this vision. This vision is what I want for myself. This vision is a depiction of the life that I want and I call upon it right now. That resources will come my way, that opportunities will come my way for me to achieve the life that I want, for me to get to a point where I'm living the life that I want, you know. So you need to be intentional about accessing your vision. Don't be like, you know, these government departments that write good documents, that write good policies, and they just trashed away on their shelves or somewhere in the in the back cabin or in the back office or whatever, and they can't access them. Put it somewhere where it's accessible to you. If you drive, put it somewhere on your dashboard. Um, 
if, if, if you have somewhere where you can stick it at the office, I do that a lot. Um, I have like stickers all over all over my, my, my cubicle at the office because I want to look around and be surrounded by things that actually matter to me. So I constantly remind myself I am valuable. If I'm going through a difficult time, I have all these affirmations that are telling me I am strong. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad boss. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. I'm a good person. You know, I, I have a sound mind. So it's, it's this kind of things that will constantly make you intentional when you have access to them when you see them when you're able to read them you have access to them they have access to mind space let me say so because you see it it gets into your mind you see it it gets into so it's constantly being stored and when you store information in your mind it's very easy to return it so you'll be constantly thinking about it so which gets me to my next tip be mindful about it when you're making decisions big or small act in favor of the decision that supports your vision so for example if part of your vision is to live a peaceful quiet life you need to be very intentional about avoiding drama you guys it's, it's not going to happen abruptly it's not going to happen overnight you need to be intentional uh, just yesterday something happened peace is part of uh, is part of my my vision and also it's something that uh, is, is part of my my value so I value peace um, and yesterday something happened that really put my peace um, on the line and after everything had unfolded I sat in my car and I apologized to myself. I said, listen, I'm sorry that I had to put you through that. I'm sorry that you made a decision. And I did not respect that we made that decision. I did not adhere to it. Next time something like that happens, I was reassuring myself, I'm going to act in favor of my peace of mind. I will not allow to be stressed like that. And I was just affirming, and I just had that moment for myself in the car, like where I just told myself, okay, I put myself in harm's way. And next time a situation like that presents itself, I'm going to be choosing me and my peace of mind. So at any time, even just when you come to a crossroads, there are times when you kind of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Read your vision. When you read your vision, come up with the options of decisions that you have. There are always options. The issue is we don't know which option to go with. Go with the option that supports, that favors, that promotes the achievement of your vision. So another issue is affirm your vision that it is achievable. Read it in a way that you know that it's important to you. That you're doing everything you can to achieve it and that it's achievable that's why i said don't write a vision based on what's trending or based on what somebody else needs write it based on your own desires because you're going to be doing this for you the 
last tip and literally very important i cannot emphasize this enough be accountable to yourself it's your vision nobody is going to come knocking on your door and telling you you've got a vision you need to be doing things to work towards it be accountable to yourself this is where self-leadership comes in this is where self-discipline comes in this is where self-respect comes in and also working towards your vision is a form of self-care you care about yourself enough to work towards the life that you want as an individual personally so you need to be accountable to yourself what am i doing today that is getting me closer to that vision what am i doing this year that is going to get me closer to to my vision it's throughout the year and check in am i doing what i said i will be doing to support that vision if you're supposed to be reading for example if if you want to be um a great public speaker okay you need to be doing something every day it could be talking to yourself in the mirror it could be doing group presentations in class or just you know improving your communication skills if if you want to speak eloquently i know people will say um i'm a person of few words but even with a few words you can afford to be eloquent you will need to read all the time uh, for people who know me i'm constantly searching words uh i'll read something i come across a word and i'm like google what's the meaning of this so i type in the word and i put meaning and majority of the times i like to just screenshot and then post on my uh, whatsapp status and say word search for the day i read something i came across something that i didn't know but i learned about it and next time i'm having a conversation i'm going to be very intentional about using that word because i learned it and so <laughs> my friends sometimes will say oh you got some english words yes i got some english words because i'm being intentional about searching for those english words and so the last part is share your vision with a trusted friend with a family relation I have just I, I have I have shared my vision with a trusted friend, uh, one of my best friends, who were going through this process with. I wrote it down and I gave it to her. I said, "This is what my vision is." It's not because I want her to validate it, but from time to time, it would also just be good for somebody to be checking in on me and just asking, "How are you doing with your vision? You know, how far have you gone?" And also just brainstorming when I talk to her about want to retire at 45 or i want to be effective i want to travel um i want to be this i want to be that she's a person who understands because she has seen my vision she has seen what is stipulated in there and it's just having someone to support me on the journey of becoming the person that i want to become to sorry to become on on the journey of achieving the lifestyle or the, the life that i want for me and my loved ones it's having that support constantly you will not do it alone it's your vision but you will need the support of your loved ones so share it with somebody that you trust somebody who's not going to trash it down and try to believe to what you're doing somebody who's going to appreciate what you're doing somebody who's going to encourage you and pamper you and do a little bit of a booster for you every time that you hit a, a, a milestone for yourself so just to summarize the steps so the first thing is identify what your desires are 
identify what your desires are once you have identified what those desires are describe what you want to see in each of those desires be very clear be very precise about what you want to see do not allow anybody to invalidate what you desire number three write your draft personal vision statement don't worry about grammar don't worry about sentences and always know that you can always edit number four put the vision somewhere you can see it where it is easily accessible on your um on your walls uh, in your car on your desk at work in your book that you know that you're going to be touching every day for some people that is the bible so make sure that you have it stuck up somewhere where you can easily access it and the last point is share your vision with a trusted friend with a family relation somebody who is your support system it might not be just one person you can share it with as many people as you want as long as those people are uh are trusted people people that you know that are going to give you uh the support that you need so finally as we come to the close of this episode i just want to share some Uh, closing thoughts regarding the vision itself so vision clarifies purpose and gives direction vision creates and attracts resources or redefines the way that you see the resources that you have all of a sudden money is just not money money is just not you know the means to go and have fun with the girls and you you drop down money is no longer a tool of manipulation to you know to get others on your side you you begin to value what you have you begin to value your time value your resources you know all those things so it it restructures how you see um resources as much as attracting those resources uh also wise people make decisions that protect their vision so once you have this vision by all means the decisions that you make should be in alignment with that vision I just spoke to you earlier about realizing I put myself in harm's way. I put my vision in harm's way of having a, a peaceful mindset. And I apologized to myself and I told myself next time I'm faced with a situation like this, I know what to do. I'm not going to put myself on the line like that. I'm not going to trade off my peace of mind like that ever. I will make the decision that supports the vision that I have created for myself. So a strong vision inspires passion. Be passionate about the vision that you have created for yourself. Be very, very passionate. This should be something that you wake up and you don't feel lazy, you know, investing into it. So invest in your vision. Create a vision that inspires your passion to invest to be deliberate about to be intentional about so thank you very much for joining me for the second episode of diamond insights with me your host naneli star Mm -hmm.